so I'm just going to share for a few minutes, and then we're going to move into an, um, what we call our table time. Um, Eddie said most of the stuff I was going to say. Thank you for that, Eddie. Um, but we did. We launched um, Good News Church 24 years ago, and we've seen some significant years. 1995 was, you know, a group of seven adults, kind of crazy people thinking that we had some kind of mission from God, and we launched out. A lot of things happened. Year 2001 that Eddie mentioned, the Lord spoke to Pastor Matt and told him, you know, challenged him to win 10,000 people to the Lord that year. And there were a whole lot less of us then there even are now. And somehow or another, I don't know how, we prayed with 10,000 people literally face-to-face, one-on-one to be saved that year. And then in 2005, we, we moved here to this new facility that we bought from the church that was here before, First Family, originally was Maranatha, and some of you we inherited. Thank you. So glad y'all are here. And then um, 2009 was significant because that was the year we had our first impact meetings that Eddie mentioned, and we had those for several summers. And, and so that, those were really life-changing. That's when we really began to see not only people saved, but lots and lots of God's power being poured out through healings, miracles, things like that. 2012 was significant in some ways, not just here, but our reach beyond here into the nations. That's the year the Lord gave us the I Give Life course, and we published that. And since 2012, it's been, while we're here doing what we're doing in Augusta, Georgia, it's been going around the world training people in other places to be Jesus in their world. So that's been going on. So there's been a lot of significant things happen. You know, during that time, there's been people come and there's been people go. And we've had, even since 20, um, 2001, we've had another 10,000 people saved. Call on the name of the Lord. Um, we've established our church in India and been working with them. I just, I, I hesitate. There's so many wonderful things. Lots of babies born and some people moved on to heaven. Lots of things have happened. But back in um, 2013, I read a book called Miraculous Movements. And it's a book about how God was moving among the least reached people on the planet. People that were devoutly, wholeheartedly Muslim. And how God was reaching into that dark place, that trap, that snare that people were were captive in. And how he was reaching into that um, by not doing evangelism or missions as usual, but by taking his people that were working with him back to the scripture and helping them to discover how Jesus told us to go and reach people, how Jesus told us to make disciples and how he told, what he told us to do. And so I read that book and it was just perplexing and challenging and it was also very foreign to me. But I didn't lose the thought that God might want to do something extraordinary along those lines with us. But I didn't know how. And so it set me off on a search where I began to search, how can we do this kind of thing? How can something like that happen in Augusta where we can reach people that we feel like there's no way to reach them? And so over the course of years, we searched, we read, we went to, you know, we did all kinds of things looking, I, a, another series of books that came out, lots of other things, um, a lot of praying and listening to God. What would you have us to do? What are you saying? Because we really knew that God had more for us than other than what we had known and what we were, you know, doing. And so there was, there was a lot of frustration, a lot of um, 
you know, something's happening. I mean, it just got really common where Matt would say, something's happening. I don't know what it is, but something's happening. And um, then this year came, and at the beginning of the year, in, the, in January during prayer, the Lord spoke to Pastor Matt and said to him, this will be a significant year. And um, we knew some things at that point, because at that point, Matt and I already knew that Nate and Kristen were going to be leaving this year. We had known since last fall. Um, Harry and Becky, our son and his wife, were, we sent them out to Thailand, and they've been in Thailand since January as missionaries. So it's the first time we've sent full-time missionaries to the field. Um, and then lots of other things have happened this year. And then, of course, Nate and Kristen, we launched them out to work in Columbia um, back in October. But it's more than that. And I would say to you that out of all the things that have happened and everything that we've been through in these 24 years, this actually is the most significant year of the ministry. And you might be going, really? You know, I, 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 don't, know, I don't know, but I'm, I'm telling you it is. <laughs> Listen up, it is. And the reason it is is because the Lord has shown us what our next step is. And it's the step our hearts have been longing for. And it's the step we knew was out there. And the step Matt was probably starting to feel when he said something's happening. And it's this way to really be part of God's move in the earth. And so you've been hearing some about movements in the last weeks. Matt's been talking about them, talking about praying. Um, earlier this year, we had the opportunity to go through training, the same kind of training that the people that I read about in 2013, those people that are seeing, um, have seen literally millions of people who were in Islam come into um, the kingdom and become followers of Jesus, the same methods that they're using and that, and that they discovered in the scripture and really just reintroduced. It's, it's the old. It's not some new fangled thing. It's just the Bible. That those same principles, we um, had the um, privilege of being trained in those and um, in a community of, of other ministers in the country that we went through that training with. Six of us here on staff went through it. Nate and Kristen, Matt and I, Grayson and Terry Wiley. I went through the training. And then when we got through the training, we invited 20 other guinea pigs to go through it. And so we've been meeting on Sunday nights, um, going through it, these little guinea pigs. And uh, so they've been through it. And we've talked a lot about in the last few months that this is a time of transition for our church. And so we wanted to give you some little more concrete of what does that mean. But what we are doing literally is aligning Good News Church to look more like the church in scripture looks, to look more like the picture we see painted in the book of Acts. We're aligning our church and the people that are called here and what we're doing in this whole ministry, we're aligning it with actually the chapters and verses we see in the Bible. And in doing that, we are putting into practice um, principles. We're, we're doing things that we... No, based on history, based on testimony, based on the word, things that will raise our sails here for a movement in Augusta. Now, what that means is, you know, if you're if if you have been ever been sailing, which probably most of us have never actually sailed a boat, but you know, you can put your boat in the water, and unless there's wind, nothing will happen. You just kind of bob around. 
you can put your boat in the water and you can have a wind, but when the wind comes, if your sail isn't up, you're not going to be able to take advantage of the blowing of the wind to, to have any movement. But what you need is to have your boat in the water with your sail up and then a good wind, and then you can get somewhere. Well, we can't blow the wind. Guess who blows the wind? The Holy Spirit. He blows the wind. But we can certainly have our boat in the water and we can raise our sails. And that's what we're doing. And God's leading us. And if you say, what is this transition you've been talking about? It's a transition to raise our sails. Now, in practical ways, what does that mean? Well, it means that some of the things we're going to be talking about today during our table time, you're going to see more of that at Good News Church. But it also means that um, we're going to refocus a lot of what we do here as a ministry. Um, in December, all of you are going to be invited to friendship dinners. And so that's the, um, the second weekend. I don't know. Anyway, December 8th, the weekend of December 8th, you're going to be invited to a friendship dinner. I encourage you to go. I encourage you to get to know the people that are there, um, to go for the purpose of finding um, finding fellowship among fellow believers and, and, and friendship there. So that's one thing, just that we can get to know each other better. But also, we're going to be praying together more. And I mean much more than we're praying now. We've done a lot of praying. Last year alone, we prayed 159 different days here at the church. And then I tell you, in the next year, we're going to pray a whole lot more. We're going to pray here, but you know what else we're going to do? We're going to utilize technology to pray together. I've been doing that with various groups of people, even some people here in the church. And it's awesome how I can, in my pajamas, pray with people here from the church. It's pretty awesome. Not just because I'm in my pajamas, but I'm at home. You know what I mean? The other night I prayed, prayed for an hour with some people. I had on my, my flannel pajamas. I flipped on the screen. We prayed for an hour. They were in various, somebody had wet hair. They'd just gotten out of the shower. We prayed for an hour. It was awesome. They didn't have to get child care. Nobody had to drive anywhere. It was wonderful. I flipped it off and I went to bed. And I just prayed for an hour with my church family. So we're going to do things like that, but we're also going to pray here more. Um, it's going to be going to be more training in prayer and and, and more purposeful prayer. Um, there's going to be more emphasis on the scripture. You're saying, I feel like we've had a lot of emphasis on the scripture. Yeah, but a lot of the emphasis we've had is us talking and you listening. And it's going to be different because it's going to be a lot more of you actually being familiar with the scripture yourself. And we're going we're gonna to do more studying of the Bible. And not only that, we're going to challenge you to study the Bible in your home with your family. And after the first of the year, um, you'll hear more about that, but you doing that. And the reason we're doing this, particularly those two things, the reason we're emphasizing prayer and scripture so much is because it is the will of God that every person here know him, not know about him, not go to church, not, you know, um, be able to carry, you know, wear a label or, or be able to quote something that the pastor said, but no, it's the will of God for you to intimately know him for yourself and personally. And the way we get to know him is first and foremost through knowing him through the word and then knowing him by his spirit, thus prayer, the word and the spirit, the Bible and prayer. And so that's going to be a big, even more of an emphasis than it's ever been before. The other thing that we're 
you'll, you'll hear more about and see more about it, is that we've embraced God's challenge to us over the last months. And I don't know, you've heard us refer to it, but I'm just here today to tell you that we are committed to seeing 800,000 people here in this area come to know God, to follow Jesus, and to be disciples of Jesus. And so that's what we're doing. And you may look around and say, what are you few people going to do about that? But I'm going to tell you, if you read in the Bible, and, and Pastor even talked about it a few weeks ago, those that started as 11 people in Matthew 28, when he ascended on high, and he said to them right before he went, he said to them, I want you to go and make disciples of all nations. He said that to 11, and in just a few years, they had reached the known world. 15 million people in that area. And so if he can do that through them, what can he do through people like us? And so we're going to be part of God reaching 800,000 people. That's this metro area and just beyond. We've mapped it out. We've read about it, studied it, and we're committed to it. And it's not just going to be us because we are also at the same time, more than ever before, we're partnering with other ministries who are reaching into the community. Now, we've already been doing that. One of the things that um, we've done is the Lord's led us to really form a partnership with the river. They meet here, and they have church here on Friday nights. Some of you have been there. Some of you um, are actually part of that, and that's great. More power to you. They meet here, and we're partnered with them, and we're going to do that even more. And then we're partnering with other ministries that have, you know, um, that are like-minded, people that are looking to make disciples. And, um, you know, we have relief time that's reaching kids on Tuesdays. But we have, um, in the near future, two other groups are going to be using our facilities on a weekly basis. But not just that, we've been going out and partnering with other ministries in the community so that we don't have to duplicate what they're already doing. We can just join with them and bring our supply and do what we know to do. And we actually know how to do some things, y'all. So we're going to go and we're going to do some of the things that we actually know how to do. We're going to be reaching particularly, we're going to start with four groups of people. The poor, the immigrants, the prisoners, and the sick. And guess what we're going to do with the sick? Yeah, see, y'all know what to do. Okay. (laughs) And when we're doing this, now that's not all we're going to do. We're just starting there. We're going to look and say, where is God already working? Who is God already working? Because we're doing this in partnership with God. And we're saying, who are you working with? Show us. Holy Spirit, lead us to the people where you're working. And those people where he's already working, those people he's preparing. And those are the people we're targeting. And that's how we're going to do this thing. Um, We're also working together with other ministries around our country who who are together going, um, going after our people group. Our people group has over 200 million lost people in our people group. And so we have joined with them and we're saying, not on our watch. We're not letting this generation go to hell. We're not letting the gospel be lost. We're not letting the church in North America decline. We're going to do something about it, something real about it. Not just talk about it, but get out there among people. And so that's what we're doing. We're going to go out among the people. And we join with um, some people who know more about this than we do. The last couple of weeks, well, last month, I guess, made the acquaintance of a man who's working down in Tampa. And he has already, just with the group of people he's working with, he has 400 
disciple-making groups established there through disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And this man, I don't see Philip Allen here today. Is Philip, are you here? I see Parker. This guy reminds me so much of Philip Allen. Oh, my goodness. Dude, if y'all know Philip Allen, my goodness. And I thought, well, that makes sense. And the first day I met him, I got off the call. I came and told Matt, Matt, we can do it. Because this guy's like Philip Allen, and he can do it. We can do it. So we even got Philip Allen, so we'll be able to. And then uh, then just in the last two weeks, um, made acquaintance with a, with a young man who's been working in the Dallas, Texas area just for two years. And already has over 200 groups among immigrants in the Dallas area. And when I see what God's doing through normal people, through people like you and me, just mere men like us, I recognize he can do extraordinary things through people who are willing to be obedient to him. So that's what we're going to do. One of the things you'll see is at the beginning of January, we're reformatting our Wednesday night service. For many years, we've had um, a a midweek booth service. We're no longer going to have a midweek booth service. Wednesday night, we're going to totally focus on disciple-making movements, equipping people to make disciples who make disciples. Um, We'll be offering the training that we've been doing on Sunday nights. We'll be offering that on Wednesday nights, and then we're going to offer it on Sunday nights with technology, you know, so you can do it online. The people who are doing it right now are doing it online, so you can just stay at home and do it online. Um, but we're going to be gathering, we're going to be training, we're going to be coaching, and we're going to be talking about what God's showing us, and we're going to be sharing, and it's not going to be one person talking and everybody else listening. It's going to be all of God's people together, and we're going to be growing in our knowledge of the Lord and our understanding of what he's told us to do. And we're going to be obedient. We're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to get in each other's faces and say, what are you doing about the commission of God, and are you being obedient to his commandment? And there's going to be accountability on a whole other level. Everybody's scared now. (laughs) We're going to do that, and we're going to pray. We're going to pray, pray like we've never prayed before, because we are people who actually know God, and we know that he's a God who answers prayer. He, He is a God who works with his people in prayer.